14 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I Andrew. <laughs> and I'm Max. And I'm Robert. <laughs> we figured it out. We're so hey, great. I don't want to go too behind the scenes, guys, but we were just having a pre pre episode uh, uh, produ- pr- production meeting. Oh yes. About who would go second, and boy, did we land on something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. nailed it. We got um, it. So Max went second, and then Robert went third, just like we planned. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys, what did we do tonight? We watched a movie. We ah, but before that. We ate some tater tots. We ate some tater tots. But before we get into all that, guys, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. Doing really good. Great. I'm also doing great if anybody cares to know. No, but... nobody asked. Right, well, you know, that's, that's hurtful, but um... <clears throat> anyways, guys, let's get back to the movie. We watched Speed Racer. Oh my god. At the request of Max. <laughs> over and have, over. We have driven him to the movie theaters over and over again to see movies he does not want to see. <laughs> so that's true. We treated him this time by seeing a, a movie he truly loves, that being the Wachowski siblings, 2008 action-adventure movie, Speed Racer. Starring, what, what a wonderful movie it is. Starring Emile Hirsch, Christina Ricci, John Goodman, Susan Sarandon. Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox. Richard Roundtree. Rain. Rain. No last name. <laughs> that, that other guy that's not Tim Curry. Oh, uh... uh Something. You already forgot his name? I already forgot uh, his name. No, and, he's ex- and he's excellent. Look it up. Something vamp, 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 guys. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, it's excellent. I didn't it's, even watch it that long ago, and I and I was a pleasure watching it. Yeah, that's one thing. We all came into this having seen it before. I've seen it. Andrew's, Andrew, you I'm the least familiar uh, with the movie, I think, of you, of the three of us. And and have, you mentioned before we, we were starting, or when we started, Andrew, but have either of you watched, did you watch much of the anime at all when it was? No. It's a much, it's I, very old. It's like from the 60s. I feel like I've, I know of it, I've seen maybe clips from it, but I don't know if I've even seen a full episode. Oh, okay. All right. Roger Alam. Roger Alam. A-L-L-A-M. I'm sure... Some type of award. Yeah. He... So, I guess we can go right into what we like about the movie. I think he's the best part of the movie. Ooh. He... Like, I, I think his performance as the bad guy, like, he... The, this movie is so cartoony. Yes. And it is and is unapologetically a live-action cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think his performance as the, like, cartoon villain, I think, is outstanding. It's pretty Absolutely. great. Absolutely. If he had a, a mustache, he'd be twirling it. Yes. He's, he's very... Mm-hmm. Yes. He, there's a point in the film when he goes from trying to coax speed to his side... And then he flips it and just laughs in his face and dresses him down. And it is such a great villain monologue. He he destroys him, basically. He destroys Speed Racer's dreams. It's it's pretty awesome. He's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he's that whole uh, archetype of being the rich bastard. He just yeah, kind of has Yeah, his last name is and... Royalton. Yeah. yeah. Which is perfect. It's just, awesome. like, covers yeah. himself in purple and gold and yeah. just uh, talks about money all the time because it's the only thing that's important to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we should probably get some context for for Royalton and everyone else. We should. Uh... Well, I, I guess like I, I I wanted to like get that out of the way and say like I thought he was my favorite part. Sure. Do you guys have a favorite performance in the movie? Oh my God, so many to choose from. <laughs> yeah, Rob, why don't you go first so that Max can? <laughs> yeah, Max can steal. Yeah, from yeah. Pull just, I'll, I'll just then... say the rest of them. Yeah. Well, Chim Chim certainly <laughs> turned in a great performance. Uh-huh. The chimpanzee in the movie. Yeah. Which. Uh, uh yeah, you don't get a you don't get a lot of live animals on the set anymore. Yeah, and, uh, it probably none since two thousand eight. Well, there is some controversy about the live chimpanzee on set. I guess he was abused. He he, he it was he did what animals do, even trained animals, and he believed he unprovoked lashed out at an actor or, yeah. or bit or hurt someone. And in response, one of the animal handlers on set witnessed the the chimpanzee then get struck yeah. by a handler. That's no good. Definitely don't don't not, like that at not all. Not a fan of that whatsoever. Um, and it's a shame for it to cast kind of a pall over the yeah. over the production, but it is a and maybe it's just not a good idea. Now since Rise of the Planet of the Apes, maybe now we can test all CG. Yeah. If Fantastic <laughs> Four, the new one, is not anything. Oh, I thought you were trying to teach us a lesson that we should treat apes better, so that so we don't. When, yeah. the, when the Planet of the Apes happens, we don't. We get have to leverage. Apes. Yeah. Hey, we like Speed Racer. Okay, all right. <laughs> Do you think Speed Racer exists in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes universe? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and the apes have the only okay. copies, and they're like, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> um, yeah, pro- hopefully so. 
Hopefully so. Yeah. Let's let's maybe for next month we'll revisit like, Rise of the Planet of the Apes and see if we can catch like a shot of a DVD on on someone's coffee table. Maybe it's like the graphic novel adaptation of the movie or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Seems like the kind of movie Franco would be watching with uh, Caesar. <laughs> oh, we're talking about that one. I love oh, you this. think it, the sequel's so much better. The sequel is better. So much better. So much better. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was way better. Well, absolutely. Like, it was the way first, better, but I still, I still like the first one, too. The first one was all right, but Draco Malfoy was yeah. obnoxious. Yeah. There were a lot of performances. Well, maybe not a lot. There were a few performances in there that kind of just took me out of it. I thought James Franco was really bad in it. Like, I thought mm. he was, like, kind of distractingly bad He's in kind of sleepwalking Rise right? of... What performances were good in this movie, though? Ah, back to, oh, back to yeah. me? Yeah. Oh, God. How can I name them all? There's John Goodman. John Goodman they... and Susan Sarandon as a couple. Yes. I think and they are visually. great. I thought they were great, too. Exactly. Fantastic. I think, like, I think it. this might be controversial in this room to say, I thought the adults all turned in really good performances. I was not a huge fan of Emil Hirsch and Christina Ricci in this mm. movie. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say you're wrong to that. I like what they Good. did. <laughs> well, and Emil Hirsch is, he's younger at the time. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't have, you know, doesn't have the, the experience. So yeah, you're, I'm with you on that too. Like, I won't argue against that. They're not the strongest performances. I don't necessarily yeah. think they're bad, but they, they pale in comparison to some of the other performances where like, Susan Sarandon's like, her eyes are, she's welling up in scenes and you're just like, there are scenes where you're just like, you're feeling Feeling emotion. It's, it's such a cartoony movie, but I nearly cry every single time I watch it yeah, in a couple key scenes. Some good stuff in Because there. they really pack a lot of family drama into it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it is cartoony and all the lines are, are just, like, so cheesy. But I would argue in the same way that, like, The Simpsons is a silly cartoon, but mm-hmm. there are episodes where, like, a brother does something nice for their sister or a husband you, and wife. You could name the characters from The Simpsons if you want. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a guy named Hallmark. Hallmark. Marriage. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, I you mean just, Rod and Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever the Simpson people are. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're just like, it's, you shouldn't discount that, yeah, like, that a, a cartoon or this anime about a family racing team, like, will have a strong family bond and dynamic and, like, they expand it out in the movie and it's it's great. It's, you get the feeling that they all care about each other. I don't know. It's pretty good. It is, but even so, I mean, I have to admit that it is, like, the lines are corny. The lines are just, like, meant to bring about whatever emotion is going on. Sure. It's, like, very obvious. But I, the, I guess it's the performances or yeah, maybe the, the staging of it. Yeah. yeah. But it works for me for oh, whatever well. reason. Oh, it, for sure. And it hits. And, I mean, they, they do have some serious stuff in there, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it is so cartoony. Like, the, they're dealing with the death of a, a brother in, or a son. Or, rather, the creation of the perfect family. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you need to kill that oldest child to create a perfect family. That's what I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> this is um, a warning to Coral Navziger. Please, please watch out for your brother. I hope you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, we wanna, do we want to go through the plot a little bit? Or what do, what do you guys want to do? Plot? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't... Yeah, okay. It's, it's pretty straightforward, but I guess we could just like kind of jump around, too. Yeah, so... Do you want to... Go ahead. Uh, sure. Key, key I, points. Keep it quick. Key yeah. points. Uh, Speed Racer, when it, you know, starts out, he's in a race in a stadium, and he's basically kind of racing against his brother's old time, as well as other racers, but it's almost a foregone conclusion that he will complete first, and then it's jumping back in time... And showing kind of his love for racing. He can't even pay attention in school because he's so obsessed. His older brother is a famous racer and he idolizes him completely. Then it kind of shows the downfall a little bit. There's a falling out between his brother Rex and their father. You know, he does he goes off to race on his own or do what he thinks is right. And then even as the race is still going on, we're getting more flashbacks of like his solo career and that he's deemed like a very aggressive and dirty driver you know, knocking people off the track and, like, kind of breaking his family's heart. And then in a giant cross-country race, uh, his brother dies, like, in a, in a mountain pass. And it devastates everyone. And now he's grown up. He's, he's taken on the mantle. He's driving the car and um, purposely comes in right behind the time of his brother so that he can kind of, like, yeah, keep kind the of record, sort of. Hits the brakes a little bit. Yeah, which I, I thought was nice. And he's actually racing against the ghost, kind of like in Mario Kart. So, and then his whole family is watching in there. They have the eager anticipation, like, what's going to happen if he beats him? Mm-hmm. And, like, is this going to totally erase his brother and yes. the memory that they have of him? They've got the stopwatch. This is, like, in the first yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Like, I, yeah. Heavy stuff going on. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's really great. Um, after that, it's he gets the attention of 
the aforementioned, was it Roger? Roger Al? Roger Al Alum. Alum. And uh, Ed playing Royalton, and he invites him to come and visit um, his racing company. He's showing him in probably the most green screen heavy, which is like quite the statement, but yeah. do you want to like explain the scene a little bit? Uh, man, they're just, uh, they're going through the um, factory where they make the cars and just zipping around. And this movie does a thing constantly where they're just flying heads around that zip mm -hmm. past. They'll have close-ups. And they'll just show the head as it ro as the camera rotates around them. And different heads will be going different directions, going through this whole thing. Just kind of like messing with their head is so much stuff is going on screen visually. And so they're doing this while they're showing uh, like segways zipping around. Strength <laughs> testing and environmental rooms with snow and wind. and they'll, They show the athletes in a hamster wheel and then they'll show a hamster also in the hamster wheel. It's It's... Somebody in a G-force yeah. training thing with noodles that, flying over their face. It is a live-action cartoon. It is like they they like stopped. They pulled no punches, just like making this like as cartoony and it's, as possible. And and the original Speed Racer, even for how kind of early it was, definitely has the same tropes as a lot of animes. It's quick. There's a lot of frames going by. It is that fast. There are faces flying past, sort of mm -hmm. at that at that speed a little bit. So, I. I don't know. I I mentioned it during the movie that like they leaned into it so hard, they committed so much to the source material, despite the fact that maybe not everyone is super familiar with it. That I, it just works for me. Mm -hmm. it, it's exactly that's one of those things. Like um, we, we see all the movies now trying to go so gritty, and the fact that they didn't. I mean, not like they would with Speed Racer. I don't think it would work. Well, but I mean, maybe somebody would try it. But they, gritty in the sense that like I mean, like. The cars are using buzzsaws on each other, and there is the, the danger of, like, death if, you know, it's someone falling out. But, like, I, I feel like gritty goes the wrong way. Like, there can be a realistic sense of danger without being, like, yeah. gory or gross. Yeah, so you know what I mean? They, like, they, they made it serious, and they, yes. made, they put, like, stakes in there. Yes. There are things that are on the line, but it's not gritty in any way. It's not one of those things where they had to like, take it. They just, they, they knew it was a cartoon. They turned it up to 11 and then just mm -hmm. went with it. And you... You can't say, like, man, that's corny, because obviously it's corny. That's what they were going for, and it, yeah. that's why it works. It's the whole it? movie is that tone, so there's never, like, a part where you're like, oh, I can't believe they went there. It's like, no, they're already there. That This is the whole thing. And it includes the costumes, it includes set design, the color. it includes, yeah, the yeah. color palette is, oh my gosh, it's, it's almost, incredible. almost too much. <laughs> Can I, ask a, can I ask a question? I think I know your, at least your answer to this. And you are pointing at me, Max. Max, and this finger is pointed at Max gotcha. from Andrew. Oh, thank yeah. you. From Andrew to Max. Um, do you think the movie's too long? No. <laughs> I could go for another three hours. <laughs> no, I honestly, you, what is the runtime? It's over two hours. It's like it's two, two hours, two minutes. I never it's, feel it. I, I think, I can see where sometimes people, where you could feel it was like a little too long. But I also think it's one of those things where, I don't know, they're still kind of, they're building up the drama and stuff. I bet, I bet some people would say like if you cut out, you know maybe the, uh, Spritel and the monk and Shim Shim a little bit, or mm -hmm. you made it. But it would be <laughs> no. But I, I think it would mess with the tone. I yeah. think you yeah. need that levity. I think you need, because then it would be too much of the grim stuff. Yeah. You would forget that like there's a fun element that it was a cartoon at one point, and those are that was part of it was that there was a comic relief and stuff like that. So, I, I agree. It feels like maybe by today's standards, a little on the long side. Maybe it feels like it'd be it could be right under two hours or something. But I don't know. It's right. It's right on the cusp. For it's me. it's it's weird because it's the kind of movie where I feel like the runtime should like ideally should be around like ninety to a hundred minutes, just because it's like it it there's nothing in it. I think that necessitates necessarily a long runtime. But I also I'm with you. I don't know. Like when I think back to the movie. I don't think of like, well, God, they really could have cut out that one scene, and like it would would work without that part. And there's no part in the movie where I'm like, you know, if they only cut out like this particular scene. Mm -hmm. Boy, they could have saved twenty minutes of time. Even when you were watching it, did you ever feel like it was two hours, or was uh, that just a number that kind of? I think there's moments for I... me where I'm like, there's some talk. There's like the little bit of the subterfuge with the companies where like mm -hmm. I'm a little bit like, ah, I wish there was just like a line they could have said instead of like people back and forth across a business table like we are going to get the engine made and blah blah blah, yeah. blah. but mm -hmm. it all kind of lends itself to the to a lot of patent talk yeah yeah. yeah 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 but honestly to me i love that because that sets those characters up as being with their head space is completely there all they're thinking about is numbers all they're True. thinking about is and it's it's a a little a little bit of world building that you wouldn't think they would bother with in a yeah. in a movie like this you know mm -hmm. what i mean sure it, it's stuff where it's like 
do I need to know the name of the engine and that in 19 blah blah this yeah. guy threw the thing? But it it lends more weight to it by the end. I don't know. It's, it's it, in a necessary. world that is like kind of crazy and colorful, and you don't really know what exactly is the like what where in in the future history like in the future where like how far in the future is this movie? Mm-hmm. Does it exist on Earth? You know, mm-hmm. like what in that sense I do appreciate those scenes for kind of taking the time to build the world and let you know what has happened in the history of this timeline yeah. versus like other movies where it's just like oh well fuck you you're a, you're in this movie and you can accept it and we won't tell you anything yeah. about the history well, like oh sorry also I'm, I'm thinking just like in there was a certain points that we noticed where they would they would show a scene and they would go through the whole thing and it might have been a little confusing or something it was a little bit long-winded maybe and a lot of the the technical talk like that and then they'll sum it up in the in the next scene mm-hmm. where it seems like okay at that point you just summed it up in that scene you can cut the scene before it but i don't think it works like that like i think you need to see those setup scenes do you, yeah do you think that's maybe a little bit of like the adult audience will appreciate the depth of this and maybe people a little bit younger will get mm-hmm. the sort of succinct version of it because mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's like a part in the movie where a company wins a race therefore their stock goes up therefore they can't be bought out but the company does end up selling at a higher price and kind of screws another company and then after just all what that, kids want to see in yes movie. exactly <laughs> and then after all that said and done the uh, a woman shows up and says you know i'm sorry for what my brother did he kind of sold the stock for the company and then screwed you guys and it's like oh okay thank you like that yeah. was a yeah. nice little thank you for kind of balling that all up yeah. appreciated that um well, Andrew, you mentioned you didn't, you didn't like Emil Hirsch's performance. It's not that I don't like it. I just think that he's a little wooden in the movie, where it's like you have a bunch of colorful performances. I just think I, I think, him, especially him and Christina Ricci, just kind of feel like, um, how do I don't I don't want to sound mean, but they just kind of felt like they were there maybe mm-hmm. to cash their checks and. Versus, like, everybody else who's kind of putting in, like, very big performances. Stuff that you wouldn't really feel like they need to either with John Goodman and Season Sarandon. Yeah. They can do it. They can pull it off. You're acting against, I mean, they're... they're A lot of green screen. What Um, if I told you that Emile Hirsch watched every single episode of Speed Racer before this movie? I would be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, but have you, I mean, you heard the clips at the end. They have kind of a couple in there. That's probably cheesy as hell. That and I think that's true. Like, hey, I'm going to race. Uh uh-huh. And it was like yeah. all like exactly yeah. to the point they're like, well, Emil, no, we need you to <laughs> buddy, be buddy. more act like an yeah. actual human. Because yeah. Um, yeah. part of it I do think was uh, his character in a way because some of his lines were set up to be, oh, gee, golly, yeah. pops. Like, and it might also just be that like his like his own delivery might just kind of not lend itself to being so animated anyways. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I not... I'm not super familiar with a lot of his movies. Like, I've seen him in Stuff, but... Plus he's... Oh, Stuff was a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Have you seen Stuff too? Uh, in no, stu- no. In Stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen Good the actual movie, The Stuff, about killer ice cream. Oh, we're not talking about that. Is that a thing? That's a real movie. What about the right stuff? It's great. Or, yeah, sure, that yeah. too. I think All there's right. killer ice cream in that as well. <laughs> There should be killer ice cream in just every we movie should, now. We should watch The Stuff. It, when the movie starts in the movie The Stuff, uh, not Speed Racer... Um, uh, this weird ice cream is boiling out of the ground, and an old man walks up and, and tastes it, and is like, ooh, that's good stuff. He tastes ice cream coming up out of the ground? Andrew, this movie is great. <laughs> Why? <laughs> are, you anyway, telling, are you telling me if you saw ice cream boiling up out of the ground, you wouldn't? His I've first never, reaction I, is to grab it, sniff it, and then eat it, and then proclaim. I'm gonna let, I'm that's gonna be, my first reaction to everything. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never been given the opportunity to grab ice cream off the ground. So, we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out someday. The Hopefully. last I'm gonna make it happen. Waiting. We'll have to make it happen. Yeah. Ice cream uh, yeah. weather's still around. I think we're officially in fall, guys. Oh shit. Ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, then what else happens in the movie? He he declines Royalton, that's mm-hmm. when we get the big turn on his character where yeah. he completely goes villain and, and yeah. you know, says if you don't race for me, you're gonna try and race. And we get these nice they don't actually happen, right? Like the Hawaii race that didn't happen, or did it? Yeah, no, it all it all, it all did happen. So, yeah, they, yeah, he, I, I like some, that. They do he, some fun stuff with like timeline where like he he kind of implies this was what gonna is gonna happen if you don't sign with me. Then you cut back to it's all them, it's, it's them still it's in negotiations, happened. but he's declining. So that race does in fact happen in the future sense. It's and he kind of proves like. Look, I can screw you in every turn. I can pay people off. I can sue you and for IP infringement and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, there are some. 
some bigger ideas that, like, yeah, I think a yeah. racing fan or, or, you know, an adult yeah. is going to appreciate a lot more than, like, a kid going yeah. for a chim chim or whatever. But a, a kid is never going to be, I mean, maybe some of that talk, but I feel like so much is going on that you can grab onto at any point in the movie sure. yeah. that you're never just going to get lost and stuck in, in that the way that uh, maybe uh, the Star Wars prequels when they have a, <laughs> just a great room full of people yeah. talking about politics. It gets a little bit boring. Um, well, we are, so we mentioned Emil Hirsch. Um, and, and he did do his research and, you know, whether it, I feel like maybe his performance is like, it can't be quite as cartoony because he's got to be the audience surrogate. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. unfortunately he gets the less fun role yeah. because he has to be kind of the one we empathize yeah. with. But I did want to mention a couple of, um, this movie has been, I think people have been trying to make it since like the mid nineties and a couple different directors it's popped around between J.J. Abrams wrote a screenplay for this at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Uh, Alfonso. There was Cuero. a there was a significant lack of lens flares in this movie. Yes, yes. Uh, no, there was not. That's that that's what carried over from. What, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that there sometimes, was somehow less than even. Than there would have yeah. been. Sometimes in the background, it was only lens flares in this movie. <laughs> yeah. so. Lens flares shaped like hearts. Maybe that's bad. what they kept from his screenplay. Yeah. Well, this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, a lens flare. Yeah. Um, at one point, or it was in like the late '90s, um, Alfonso Cuarón was going to direct this movie also. Who? Who that? He did the third Harry Potter, which is my my favorite. Oh, I like that one. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not. I hope I'm not wrong on this. I believe he also directed Children of Men, which is a movie I really enjoy too. Okay. You're wrong about that. Five Oh, okay. Which that I enjoy it. Oh, you're right. I didn't like that movie. Um, no, I thought that was interesting. But I did want to, in a roundabout way, get around to the other castings. I, I yes. can't verify the years on these. So keep in mind. This might have been the 90s version of this star versus the 2008 version of the star. I literally cannot wait. There is a... Wow. <laughs> I wish you guys could see yeah, it. Yeah, neither, neither of us have heard these yet. All right. Potential speed racers. Some of these won't be too shocking. Shia LaBeouf. Ooh, oh, I would. Buddy. And this yes. was, I think, 2007, I could be wrong, with Transformers. So I think he would have yeah. been right on the heels of Transformers. Right. Oh, I thought you were saying um, it would have saved him from doing Transformers. He, he insisted that his car be a Transformer in the movie. <laughs> he wanted, <laughs> he wanted <laughs> the Mach 5 to be Bumblebee. I wanted to communicate <laughs> to only through radio. Yeah, and old weird TV ads also through the radio. Mm. Um, the radio. The radio. <laughs> I'm not going to talk in baby voice the rest of this podcast. Um, Incorrect. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Was he, was gonna, he was going to be Pops? He was going to be Pops, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was that much older. No, he was up for speed. Interesting. Um, Zac Efron. I, uh, I can see that. He's got an Emil Hirsch yeah. kind of Yeah, you know what? When you said Zac Efron, yeah, my oh, first okay. thought was Zac Braff. And I was like, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the sh- most shocking one to me, to keep in mind. Jeff Goldblum. Mid-90s. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, mid-90s, Johnny Depp was going to be speed. Oh, what? no. <laughs> what? Uh-uh. Huh? I part of me wants to say with even with he would have had prosthetics on his face for some reason because that's just Johnny's steez <laughs> right now. But I I can't think what sort of performance he would have tried to bring to it. I I can't picture it. No. And like we've already kind of established, it's it's a different. I don't know. It's could he have done more than what Emil? You know what I mean? Like no. 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 <laughs> no. Just have, Wouldn't yeah. have just been Proto Jack Sparrow. <laughs> well, love, I'm gonna race my little car. <laughs> They've got a spear in me, Sammy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. I, I looked up the who was gonna play Trixie at one uh-huh. point. It's, and there it was, was always Christina Ricci. Well, who's? Uh, I feel like these comparison between these two actresses are made sometimes. But like, can you? Who would you think would also be maybe considered for Trixie? Can you Helena Bonham Carter. Rose McGowan. Absolutely. Yeah. Rose McGowan, thank you. Um, I also would have taken Elijah Cuthbert. No, you would have. Yeah. She wasn't actually considered, but you would have taken that first thing. Okay. Um, no, she was she was considered the role. And Kate Mara. Oh. Everyone's favorite uh, fan. Mara sister. <laughs> yeah, Mara. <laughs> um, Mara Jade? Yeah, the very same. Ooh. Alicia Cuthbert. I would have liked seeing that. Liked, <laughs> Baby. Hey, she could have played Chim Chim for all I care. <laughs> Um, she no, did. She I, did. She was in a costume. I don't know. I, I kind of like Christina Ricci in this. She. I don't know. She. I do not. Well, I. You know. She's there. I, I think like I. I she didn't get a lot to do, but she I. She didn't I, get a lot to do, but I just I feel like of all the of all the actors actors and actresses, it kind of felt like she was seemingly the most, or I should say the least invested, mm-hmm. I guess, in her performance. It just kind of seemed like she was there to like. Like, I think she thought she was playing in a different movie, it felt like. Mm. That could be. And when you consider, like, 
I think I think when I looked it up, the movie was like 60 days. Yeah. A lot of it was in front of green screen. And when you consider how much of some of the scenes were in green screen and stuff, and the fact that, not in its infancy, I suppose, but 2008 is still kind of like, there aren't a whole movies being made in green screen at that point. You know, it's like, not that's not your typical shoot. Mm-hmm. So you got to imagine, even if you're not, you know, looking at the tennis balls on a stick for Jar Jar or something, it can be tough to work against nothing sometimes yeah so I, I feel like that might be a little bit of a part of it it is crazy thinking about like the scope of this movie like how big it is and like all the like obviously a lot of it's shot in front of green screen there's not probably a lot of like sets that they had to go to mm-hmm. when you think about like like wet hot american summer was shot in like 30 days in the woods and then like this movie that like obviously like i said a lot of it's in front of green screen so they're not going to location 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 but like mm-hmm. the fact that this like big 120 million dollar budget movie was shot in 60 days is pretty crazy yeah that is awesome also mm-hmm. fell way short of making 120 million dollars i don't doubt that yeah. unfortunately but the Wachowskis kind of have a they seem to get the budgets to make these big movies and they kind of make exactly what they want it seems like yeah. and box office be damned which is not the way to do things right. but i applaud them for <laughs> yeah. sort of putting their vision on the screen like yeah i, I appreciate that I actually heard recently that there were some changes that were made to The Matrix early on that um, the that the studios kind of said originally they planned when they were outside of The Matrix and when it was the real world it was uh-huh. going to be a, a lot more Speed surreal <laughs> a lot more um, when they were guess, outside The Matrix it was going to be more surreal I I don't know how to describe it probably not surreal uh, but I guess that was the part that I disliked the most is when they got out of the Matrix they were in crazy spaceships but they were wearing burlap sacks and yeah. like, none of it made sense they were underground like, everyone doing had holes in their clothes exactly. like, does anyone know what a sew is <laughs> and then they like there were just some weird little they have time robot. to rave but not time to defend their city from like robots if you got time to rave you got time to clean <laughs> that, old, that old Zion thing yeah yeah yeah. The boss of Zion, who's always wagging his finger. Or Mor- Morpheus isn't. Oh, Morpheus isn't the boss. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Have you seen Reloaded? I think the I, Matrix I, Reloaded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Matrix wasn't my favorite trilogy. Uh, I thought definitely that, my favorite. American one. Pie is your favorite trilogy. Exactly. <laughs> There's more than <laughs> three now. Yeah. That's but it's my favorite trilogy. Mesa, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about a. Beta House, uh, Naked Mile, Naked Mile, and Book of Love. Book of Love yeah. Obviously. <laughs> But, um, but anyways, I think, like, studios changed that, and when I heard that, uh, I was reading it in an article where studios improved a movie, and I was like, oh, wait, no, I think that made it a lot worse. I would have loved to see what they What article? Was that. that from, like, foxstudios.com? Like no, it was one of those, no, like, one of those stupid, magazine. stupid top ten... Paramount.com? You wrote click, that article? You clicked, like, that you clicked on? Yes, exactly. And, and I, I felt bad the whole time. I, what person would possibly, like, I guess... I, I am sure there's some example of, like, a movie that's a total mess that the studio is like, ooh, we gotta fix this. Mm-hmm. But I would say... Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm still getting over a cold. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Wow, you kind of coughed out almost words there. Um, but I, I, I would say that more often than not, it feels like studios get in the way of visions. That's, and that's the, why they put out this top ten. That's why I was like, these are ten examples where it oh, went okay. the other way, where it sure. went, where they didn't ruin things, if, if where the they actually improved things. Making it could have done their vision; it might have been good, but like because the studio had, and it's a vicious cycle. You you can't get this movie out to all the people you want to without the budget from a big studio, and there's no way they're gonna, just gonna sit on their hands and let you just do whatever you want, right? Unless you're the Wachowskis, and then yeah. you kind of do whatever you want. And yeah, it seems like they they earned it in the studio's minds through the Matrix. Now they're just able to do it. I would have loved to hear that. Is pitch. it is it weird though that like they are still seemingly writing off the off the Matrix and like. What like, what else? What have they been doing? Because like, they did Cloud Atlas, right? Cloud Atlas, and which, I think V for I Vendetta saw it once, but I liked it. They did V for Vendetta, which I oh, that's right. fine. I, I I'm not as familiar with the graphic novel, so maybe I'm not bringing as much baggage to that one. Sure. Um, and they did uh, uh, most recently Jupiter Ascending, mm-hmm. which was kind of a. Do they also do some producing and like? Because they did the Animatrix, which is related, but I mean, yeah. I think they just bring stuff out. I think they're involved in a lot more than they direct, maybe. Uh, you, you might be right, but I don't, I don't see a lot, I don't, I feel like I would know if there was some movie that was, like, produced by, or, like, per, even, like, you know, because Tarantino presents movies and he kind of uh-huh. pulls them out uh-huh. of obscurity or yeah. re-releases them in America, and I don't feel like I, I see their names kind of flying around in any, mm-hmm. in any way like that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like in pop, in the, the just in, within people that there is a whole lot of, uh, pull from them. Yeah. Mm. But, it's, it, it is weird because I, I, this is a bad comparison, but, like, I think because they make movies that 
don't necessarily like flop. You know, like I, this made ninety million of its one hundred twenty million, so it's, it, it's not it, that bad. I mean, it's it's not good because it didn't make its money back. But like, I think that people tend to like their movies in a way that's like, oh, this is kind of a stupid fun movie, versus like M Night Shyamalan who like can't make a movie anymore because. People hated his movies, but I don't think that they necessarily did bad business. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look at the numbers. I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like his movies never were considered like critical, like like money wise flops. But mm-hmm. he's not allowed to make movies anymore, pretty much. No, yeah. and he is much more produced by from the mind yeah. of M Night Shyamalan yeah. at the very you know the very least. They're like, well, we we'll give you mind credit, but not. Screenplay or written by or anything <laughs> not, like that. Not body and soul. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when the mind gem comes out, we'll find out that uh, that has a lot to do with uh, right. a, a crazy twist and turn at the end of that yeah. mind gem. Well, speaking of twists and turns, <laughs> and much like a race track. Speaking of racer, back on track. Huh? Uh, falls on hard times, and he basically Royalton does screw him. He mm-hmm. loses uh, the ability to compete in the Grand Prix, uh, and. The only way he can kind of get back in and take down this company is joining this, the same cross-country race, or cross-world, I guess, mm-hmm. right, um, that his brother died in, basically. The yeah. Count, 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 Count of Monte Cristo? Across the, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Across the Cristo. Across the Cristo. Um, and that's cool, because that is, like, as big as it gets. They're driving through... Greece and the Himalayas and it, it, where do they start in Egypt? Little Egypt, yeah, you said, yeah. In Brazil? It, yeah, I felt like if like Egypt, like if there was like an Egypt section of like Rio de Rio de Janeiro, yeah. and like, they also yeah. flew part of India into it or something yeah. too. Yeah, it was it was interesting. But hey, that's the future for you. It's yeah, a whole <laughs> it's mi- all mish- boiling mish- pot. Yeah. The boiling pot, melting pot. <laughs> Mix, mixing the words together too, or boiling them together. Um. Yeah. So then, that's a lot of. There's a lot of like kind of the crazy car action. I feel like there's a oh. little bit of a chunk there where. There's a lot of the negotiating and, and not so much racing going on, and then it kind of gets back. But in. then it also has that beautiful scene that I think everybody loves, where they're they're bribing all the different basically like warriors teams, where oh, each team has oh, about yeah. three members, and they all have their own uh, predilections. They yeah. they offer the kind of the glamorous women team. They offer a bunch of suitcase full of diamonds, and they lick their lips, and then they try and run him off the road, and then. The American kind of like army sort of theme team. They give them a big suitcase full of like hundred dollar bills. But you're right, it's so cartoony. Like the fact that there's diamonds, there's another thing, and then there's like the money. It seems like, well, this is just the American thing that they like. Yeah. Like crisp, crisp bills. Um. So their eyes turn into literally dollar signs, and they try and run speed off the road. And then the biking team gets a big trunk full of pelts. <laughs> they rub all over their faces and they are pleased yeah, as punch. They're in the middle of a giant feast where they're just eating meat off of the bone. I feel like then, that's the worst the first, thing to offer Viking people. The first time I saw this movie, I saw that they were like eating a bunch of stuff and then like they were rubbing their faces on something. I literally, like, I must have not been pay- paying that close of attention. I thought they gave them a suitcase full of napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that's what they did. Animal skin napkins. Cool, now what's your offer? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, they, they have another suitcase. They're like, we love these napkins. They're like, I guess we don't have to give them the pelts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, also, like, the the whole time that Speed is racing in this, he, um, well, he starts, he gets the help from Inspector Detector, is that right? Yeah. yeah. And Inspector Deck from Wu-Tang Clan. Inspector well, yeah, Inspector, <coughs> Inspector Detector comes to his house before they start the race. He's basically who convinces him to go and do the race, even though his, uh, brother died doing it. Yeah. He, he brings Racer X in and says, um that they can't really go through this deal that they're making unless the three of them race together. Yeah. Yeah. They all need each other, and he, his dad's incensed that he would even ask. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, they're racing with Racer X, uh, played by Matthew Fox, and you, you should talk a little bit about, all right, so, about this. So one of the reasons I love this movie so much is because it contains the best Batman and Robin duo that I've seen in movies. Ever. Well, the the bar so far is all right. So is, maybe I should... Val Kilmer and Chris O'Donnell and sort of Christian Bale and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Oh so my no, I... not even that. that yeah, yeah. You should go by your real name. You're right. You're Robin. Right. Wink. Wink. <laughs> or let me let me drop Boy it down Wonder. to yeah. the best Batman that I've seen in a movie in a live action movie. I'll I'll say Kevin Conroy. You know he does his thing as Batman. Don't uh, <laughs> But Matthew Fox turns in a fantastic Batman performance. And I, I wish he would get a chance to actually play Batman because he does Bruce Wayne, he does Batman, he does the combination of the two of them together. He's hiding his identity. 
He's got the uh, like black suit going on, covering up the top half There's of his face. Just his chin of, sticking a lot out. Of Batman knows he has he has the voice going on. His I think he was is, playing it as Batman. Yeah, his car is the Batmobile. Is the Batmobile for sure. He like it's yeah. actually the current Batmobile with guns on it. It's amazing. Yeah. He, like you said, he's got the 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 uh, motorcycle that comes out the front. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I like it. It's he he plays it mysterious and he's because I, I mean I like ass. Michael Keaton it, currently in actual Batman is my favorite and all the rest have like ve- been very subpar, including Christian Bale. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people like him. Mm-hmm. I I don't like him. I don't think he fits. I don't either. And uh, but I think. Matthew Fox hits on every single point that Batman really needs to do, and he's kind of like a weird mix of uh, Adam West with maybe some of the newer, uh, darker Batman. So he's a little bit cartoony, but he's also serious the entire time. Like, he's playing it serious, but he's in weird... Sorry. Sorry. Go on, go on. There's a lot of fight scenes that kind of... I was, like, thinking about it during some of the fight scenes, and they really do kind of harken back to, like, the Adam West... Yeah, Batman. Yeah, basically saying Series. pow is yeah. the punch. Right. Yeah. No. No. You're right. The even as as much of a smackdown as they kind of lay on people in the fight scenes, there's a very cartoony element to it that does feel very campy yeah. and very. The like, fight classic. scenes are super fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, the scene. There's a scene where like a ninja breaks into their hotel room, and like there's a scene where what, what's the the little Spridle. kid's Spridle and the and the and monkey Jim, just Jim, like Jim. jump in the air like it's a big like they're about to do a big action move and then they just end up like gripping the like ninja's legs. Yeah, because yeah. they they've shown earlier in the movie that the kids have these wild imaginations yeah, and imagine like, themselves in the the cartoons that they're watching. Yeah, and so in this, this is their they imagine that they're jumping, they're about to yeah. pounce this guy. But then, and then in they reality, just... they're just, like, grabbing on his legs, and then Speed Racer comes and, like, punches him, and he goes down and then gets f- flung back up because they're on his legs, like, weighting him down. I thought that was... Yeah, I like those good. little inflatable uh, clown boxing yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I thought that was really fun. So I, I I really enjoy a lot of the action scenes in this movie. I thought this, yeah. John Goodman in that same scene lifting up the ninja over his head and spinning like him spinning around. Like spinning like a pizza? Like a, like a the pizza other pie. ninja gets and then folded like in half. Yeah. yeah, he was really hungry throughout this entire movie. Um, um, well, then let me drop this on you, mm-hmm. um, because there were, over the years, quite a few other people that were Ooh, yeah, I hear tapped it. for Racer X. Uh, Keanu Reeves turned down the role. Interesting. I think I would have hated him as, not let, This was after the Matrix one? Yeah. This, okay. yeah, well, yes, yeah. I believe so, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would have been, ah, uh, I don't know, like, I think it would be too much, I, I think there's too much baggage with, like, it being a Wachowski movie, and then, like. Keanu Reeves showing up in another role. I think he feels like they, if they approached him and were like, "Hey, thank you so much for the Matrix, blah blah," we got this role for you. It's you're like this stoic guy who doesn't, even in this cartooning movie, doesn't really crack a smile very much and is very serious stuff. He was probably like, "I'm this is like Neo with a car. Like, I don't yeah, know, I don't know yeah. if I need to do this." I think he, I think he would have. I yeah. think Matthew, as much as like I'm not a huge fan of Matthew Fox overall, I think he was pretty good in this movie and uh, and much better than I think Keanu would have been. Uh, what about Henry Rollins? Henry <laughs> Rollins was a no. Cool role I, 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 now that I thought about it for two seconds, I can actually see Fuck it a little off. bit. No, no, I'm not into it. Andrew's leaving. Not into it. Yeah. Andrew, Bye, come guys. back. Come back. Come on. It's all right. Um. Okay. Then. I feel like this has got to be a joke, but like, Henry Rollins is a is the serious one you're yeah, going and then you're going one. to the joke. Well, no, just because I feel like this this is someone you can say for any role in any movie at this point. Nick Cage was up for the role. Uh, I thought you were about to drop someone like Danny DeVito. Like, I think yeah, this is Cary a joke. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was going to be Racer X. Well, I do believe I'm a Racer X. <laughs> um, Nick Cage, huh? Nick Cage. You're getting ready for that Drive Angry role by... Uh, I guess. Yeah. We're getting ready for his, uh, for his Ghost Rider role. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other one... And this, one, this one is crazy to me because he was going to produce the movie Uh-oh. and then star as Racer X. Uh-oh. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, race man. car crasher to wedding crasher. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, the words were like on the tip of my lips. Uh, from race. Car? I just. I, I, I was gonna say from. I, I've heard of a race car crash, but a wedding crash or something like that. Yeah. Right. I just. I don't know. It's something oh, about. Uh, I love. And who knows? Timing wise, like there were so many times where it's like. There was the Johnny Depp one with Speed Racer was like him and another director were gonna do it. The production didn't get it off didn't get off the ground and they parted ways and stuff. So you you couldn't you couldn't know would it have been a Vince Vaughn Racer X 
and a Zac Efron speed racer. Right. You don't, I don't know what combo this <laughs> yeah. would have been. Do you think that... Do you it's think Vince like, Vaughn, and it had... And uh, Vince Vaughn also a speed racer. It's a multiplicity <laughs> kind of kind of thing. Perfect. Do you yeah. think that, like, Vince Vaughn was like, willing to... Like, he was, like, going to... Like, th- like this production is going to go through same way, except that Vince Vaughn was going to produce, but he also wanted to be a racer exit, so they, like, turned down his money. Like, they were just like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. And I just... I wonder, too, like, you wonder on those things, like... Did Vince Vaughn watch Speed Racer? Does he have some sort of pat? Like, why did he want to produce and be in this movie? Right. Mm-hmm. Was it just a thing where it's like, oh, was he kind of like ahead of his time a little bit? Like, hey, you know, if we put out some nostalgia movie or something, mm-hmm. I'll make a, a buttload of butt. A butt. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I'll do this. Who yeah. knows? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's interesting to me. Maybe that's what they get into in True Detective Season 2 is, is figuring all that stuff out. Get into a hell of a lot less than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I liked it. Wait, True Detective Season 2? Yeah, I thought it was all right. It was... It was... I could have done a whole season of, uh, of uh, What's-His-Face's character, uh, Colin Farrell. Talking about sucking robots' dicks as e-cigarettes? I think, is that uh, him? Is that, that, is that yeah. him or is that the, uh, the pretty-faced-looking guy? Uh, I think that's Colin Farrell. I don't know. Rachel McAdams did a great job, though. Uh, she was she's right. good in everything. Yeah. I, I think she's great, so like that doesn't surprise me. But the fucking I... Colin Farrell in, the, in the, that show is just a train wreck, so I kind of would have loved to watch a show that's just him on a police squad, he's getting screwed by people... But the whole time he's just, just failing, failing along this pa- weird path. I don't know. I liked his role more than anything, but that mm. I, I didn't like that season. It shouldn't have been called see- through Detective Season Two. It should have been called Bad Cops. Should have been called Bad yeah. Cops Season One. Bad Cops. Season. Bad Cops. Bad Cops. HBO's Bad Cops. What you um, gonna do? So, Perfect. at the end of uh, movie. the movie, mm-hmm. Speed gets to the Grand Prix. There's some bullshit rule that. The person that doesn't want to race gives you their no, certificate. They can no. It's just that when they won won the Casa Cristo race, okay, they got the entire invite. team. The the entire team gets an invite, and one racer can go from that. And the invitation went to the brother the, who that wasn't ra- going to race anyway. Rain, yeah, and he was going to turn the whole thing down. And his sister and then, was ashamed of him, so she gave Speed the invitation, the opportunity. Okay. So re- technically, Racer X could have gone in there too. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's the rule. <laughs> Oh, okay. the WRC I, I know you're a stickler for the rules, so I won't. Uh, but he decides to race. The uh, Royalton is basically panicking and even offers kind of one of the more famous racers who, as far as I know, maybe it's not established that he doesn't cheat, but he doesn't want to cheat. He's mm-hmm. like, I can beat this you know, yeah. punk on he, my own. He just thinks he's too good to. But he installs like an illegal uh, spear, hook. spear hook on his car, which can attach to another car and yeah. can keep you gripped there. And Why, of all things, is that illegal? Like, like everything that shows I, up in this movie. No, everything was illegal, but in Casa Cristo, they're That's... they're hiding it, I guess. So the idea was that uh, when these weird things pop up, like they had a a weapon that shot a honeybee comb. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Ridiculous stuff like that. Stuff shooting gas. Well, and that they also they're driving through the desert and they kind of say like, you can't see anything in those dust clouds, and it's like, well, you've got helicopters filming this, so I think yeah. you could probably see a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but that's we like, can see they it. try to explain it away like that. Sure, and sure. In the beginning, they say, okay, they use a lot of weapons when they're in this tunnel that nobody yeah. can see. So There's the blind idea spots is that... on the track. Exactly. So it's kind of a, yeah, the the that race is sort of a uh, all, you know, every I, man for himself. I did laugh, like, because there is, like, you know, people who have, like, morning stars on their cars, and, like, mm-hmm. the, these are, like, the beehive. And then there's just one dude who has, like, a gun. <laughs> just trying to shoot that's snake oil. Yeah, he, just, he, just, like, he just goes berserk at the yeah. end. It's like, yep. why didn't I think of this sooner? <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty great. It's a weird thing. It'd be like if someone, it, it, yeah, in a in a movie where like saw blades come out of cars and people use oil traps and stuff. Yeah. Like, it'd be like if if someone in Pokemon took a gun out and like tried to, <laughs> well, it's also weird because shoot. like it it feels like it's taking place in this futuristic society. But it feels like a very modern gun. It'd be like it feels to me like people haven't seen gun a gun in a in like a couple in like of years. years. Unless, yeah. like, unless it's a Tommy gun that they all had in the. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. There oh, are God, these. So there good. are these British thugs in the movie that are dressed like and have the weapons of people from like the 1950s. It's really funny. They're just completely out yeah. of time. It's it's awesome. Um, but but speed beats the odds. It doesn't matter that people are cheating. He even comes from behind at the end and goes ten times faster than everyone <laughs> yeah. else. Just knocking them. They're, like, blown away by his yeah. this dust cloud, pretty um, much. And he crosses the finish line, and his 
family is stoked and it's just this good feeling. Ah, it's yeah. just great. It, we, uh, that's the, the thing is that the end scene has such a good feeling. To yeah, it. It we does. as the audience find out that Racer X is Racer Rex, Rex yes. Racer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the family doesn't find out, which I, I, I like. Must have imagined at some point that there was a scene between Speed and Rex where like he tells him. But it doesn't happen in the movie. I just, I like well, because they, they, they touch it on it. They touch on it several times where uh, he comes in and he says, uh, Racer X, uh, I love the way we raced out there. It seems like we've done this before. You my brother. <laughs> yeah. You my brother. Basically, we thought that he said that. And yeah. He doesn't. We had to rewind it. Yeah. And I was like, did he just straight up ask him? Yeah. Well, that was bold. And he pretty much does. And then the scene right after that, he's talking to Trixie and explains basically, like, I think he's my brother. And then uh, they run into him on the track. He pulls off his mask, and it turns it's out that not he him or doesn't yeah. look like him. So he's like, "Sorry, I, he's he's had plastic surgery to look like Matthew Fox rather than <laughs> Star Rex. of Lost." Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I love the first episode. The pilot was great. Yeah, I love the first episode so much. I decided to get my face. Yeah, just I'm like... such a big fan of the first scene and the very last scene of Lost that I had. To... <laughs> um, it, I I really enjoy it. I think it I think it's a great great movie. I watch it at least once a year. It seems like since really? I've seen it the first time. Maybe, maybe that's an exaggeration. I have really I know you bad like recollection. I know you like it a lot. I yeah, and I've know. watched it within the last couple of months, and I watched it again. And every time, like that last scene, I'm always hyped for everything that's going on. The beginning scene, it's like, oh, his brother. There's I think you have to kind it. of go lean into it a little bit. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoy it, but I can see where you made the point that it, it for me. I enjoy it, so it's different, but I can see where someone else would feel its length a little bit. Yeah. Feel like it... But, I think we already touched on the fact, it doesn't also necessarily feel like there's a lot of extraneous stuff to cut down. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff is a good setup for the family drama, or a good setup for the, you know, the little plot points with the, you know, even though it is the the weird business minutiae yeah. and stuff I like think that. someone would make the point that it doesn't, like, it should either be a kid's movie or a family drama... And ne- the never the tween should meet, but I I think it works. Like I I, think I, it does. I I I understand. Like I, I think it it gets it's it gets mostly negative reviews. Like I think it like really? I think on Rotten Tomatoes I think it's around like thirty nine percent or something. Because I... I it's weird because the people most of the people that I show it to really like it, and a lot of people are surprised. When I first yeah. saw it, I did not want to see the movie. I remember. Yeah. I was like, this is just a racing movie. It's just like ridiculous. And it's it's just, the Wachowskis. It's I'm not anomaly. too into them. It's so them. weird that they took this old property. It's not something that has a new. As far as I, they maybe they had done a new version of the cartoon since. Sure. But it didn't feel like. I didn't. I didn't see Speed Racer toys still on the shelves. I didn't see. It didn't feel like that was on anyone's people had mind. People like banging down the doors with like nostalgia for Speed yeah, Racer. Yeah, we all remember yeah. that Black Friday where people yeah got trampled because of the Speed Racer merchandise <laughs> that was in the in the store. You got ran over by fake Mach fives. <laughs> but it's such a visual movie. I know yeah. some people who aren't uh, like that visual when it comes to things, and they they're not gonna really get a whole lot from yeah. it or they might get overwhelmed by it, it or something it, it like is, that it is it's there's not... there's the potential to be completely overwhelmed and overstimulated mm-hmm. by the colors yes. and the visuals in this movie for sure and it's not a very heady movie you really just have to kind of sit back and enjoy the feelings that you yeah. get from it so like i can see people not liking it and i can see people not really willing to admit that they like it even sure Pro- i don't know how much of that there is probably you wouldn't go online and write it like sure. oh this is the worst movie i ever yeah, saw yeah i think that's i yeah i feel like I feel like, to, for me, ultimately, it's a success, even if it isn't... Actually the, a success? <laughs> even if it isn't... Financially. Literally, well, financially. Yeah, even it, even though if it isn't, like, the perfect, like, you know, uh, live-action, you know, remake or reboot of this mm. series, of this thing, it is, in my opinion, so much better than often those attempts are... Yeah. ...that I'm... It's kind of stunning to me. Mm. Everything else that a studio puts out feels like a guy looked at numbers and saw that some group of demographic of people like this thing enough mm-hmm. that they should just buy the rights and do it. Yeah. And it feels like the Wachowskis watched this show, they always loved it, they thought, God, what if we got this thing on the ground, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what if that, wouldn't that be awesome? It's clear there's been interest even since, like, the, the early to mid-90s, you know, in this making this movie, and I'm glad it kind of happened when it did. I feel like all of the sort of stars aligned and, yeah, like, the, the over-the-top graphics and stuff like that. And so, for that reason, I... I think I enjoy it even on that level that it's like, wow, they they kind of put everything into it yeah. unabashedly, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a complete success, but I feel like when you when you look... Be careful. I, uh, I, it was a complete success. Especially when you consider some of the stuff they try that they try to pass as, this is the thing you used to like. No, yeah. it's not. Like, And I don't know, is there anything to the fact that like 
maybe picking something older and less known, like, mm-hmm. you're not getting nearly as many people whining or complaining or scrutinizing yeah. it as much. Like, it's just kind of fun. It's, it's. I mean, I'm certain if the show would be probably slow compared to this. I think yeah. if you went back and watched it, would be like, I can tell everything that's happening in every single scene, you know, yeah. definitively. This is, like, mm-hmm. craziness, especially at the end. At the ending of this movie, it's, mm-hmm. like, insane, yeah. you know, colors and things like that. Yeah, um, you don't even know where he is on the racetrack. You're just yeah. like, okay. Which, and another, another good explosion. thing about it is, because it's CG, because they can make their... in The cameras don't exist. They can fly them around wherever they want and stuff. Yeah. It's a good opportunity, I feel like, to show everything that's happening in the race. I think that was a really smart move. Which is... Sometimes I hate that. Honestly, like, the action scenes in the Spider-Man movie, the um, Which one? amazing... The, the later ones, Amazing <clears throat> Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. both of them, I enjoyed the movies until they got to the, like, action scenes whenever he was dressed as Spider-Man. And they did a lot of things where they would have the camera fly through his legs and do all this stuff where I couldn't really believe it. And they I did, They did a few, like... I know it was very brief in the movie, but they did a few of the like POV shots too that I was not oh. on board with. Can you give an example? In in the Amazing Spider-Man, they do oh. like they do a scene where he's like slinging oh, webs and, and like you're you getting see it his from hands. his POV. And okay, I was just like, yeah. I, that like, I don't yeah. care. Was that yeah. to be in like 3D or something? Or I don't what? think so. I think it was Weird. just like it was just like wouldn't it be cool to know what it's like to be Spider-Man? First and person, it's just like yeah, you are. Spider-Man. I don't I don't like, care to do that. I'll play it's a video game. It's the same thing that he did in Doom, where it's like. I don't care to be The Rock right now, or Carl Urban, or whichever one. I don't care to be The Rock right I don't, now. <laughs> normally, I would die to be The Rock, but in this movie, I don't care. And that care. was also, like, a scene where he has the BFG, yeah. and it's like, this is that was purely like, ah, fucking, let's give the these give them dumb game gamer game guys their stupid first-person yeah. part for a second. Who cares? Um, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate it, even just based on that. I think that's... we we. Rarely, rarely get that that kind of treatment anymore for something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I really uh, there are a lot of things that I feel like this movie kind of nails, and like I, I love the family dynamic that they have. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's willing to go over the top with a lot of things. It's like it just makes noise. Like when somebody gets hit, it makes a noise like or yeah. something just completely goofy like I think that. Was that. Your, <laughs> that was your point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Max has okay. pants down for a lot of this movie. Yeah, most of the time I do. You know, I don't know why you just didn't leave him down the whole time. You kept pulling him up, and then, like, you just have to pull him right back down. You gotta take a break. You know, there's chafing that occurs. But anyways... Is your pants being on? Is that an excuse for you? <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, baby, my pants are chafing me. <laughs> now my shirt's chafing me. <laughs> All right, I totally lost my train of thought. We're probably, we're probably over the time anyway. We're talking about cars that trains you. Idiot. Oh yeah. Okay. Your point. Oh yeah. And F Zero, the fact that they have like the, the Warriors style team, and they have these like just crazy car races. It's Mario Kart. It's F Zero. It's yeah. all that stuff. Just like ridiculous car driving. So it's not like I have to worry about these guys drifting at the right angle, and there's no speech. Well, I mean, they kind of go into it, but it's also like they're making things up. It's not like Vin Diesel trying to say, "Hey, this, you win." Watch your mouth. Your, your brain Watch is your shifting. mouth. I love those movies, but I don't want to hear about a car. I don't want to hear about NOS or anything like that, and how. How to actually you shift about gears? Family. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the Fast and Furious movies had everything have really that taken the tradition of this family dynamic. Right yeah. But yeah, I just love it. Everything about it. It's the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> the best movie that's ever been made. I'll, I'll just shut the podcast. Shut the podcast. Shut the podcast. Wow, we don't have to do any more episodes. Max, thanks for being on. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so glad you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, guys, uh, SEP is coming to an end, and October's coming up, uh, so maybe next month we'll do something a little spooky. spooky. Ah. Uh, so we'll see everybody uh, before Halloween. Indeed. Uh, until then. Until then. Bye. Boo-bye. Oh.